You know, kids, we've eaten before, but we've never really eaten. <laughs> kids, thank your mother for that terrific meal. Thank you, Mr. Rose. <laughs> Let's rock. Thanks, Dad. Can I get a open? No Man Presents, live from the Nudie Bar, the Married with Children Podcast. And here are your hosts, Jerry, Justin, and Al. Hey guys, it's the Married with Children Podcast. Here we are, it's Wednesday, we are live in the Nudie Bar. I'm Al, and I'm joined with the guy who wants to see Marcy in a wet t-shirt, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? Look, it's not that I want to, it's that I, I just gotta. You can't hear about something like that and not at least take a, a, a small glimpse. I think you and Steve have a lot in common. The only thing is you can't grow a beard. Thank you. Oh, damn, that's true. <laughs> it comes in all, like, trailer parky. And we're joined with the guy who knows about an hour and a half of pleasure, Justin. What's up, man? Ooh, hour and a half. Yeah, that's on a that's on a that's on a slow day. <laughs> an hour and a half. Like, can we start the show off talking about this, or is that too uh, risque? <laughs> uh, I think this whole episode's going to be a little risque. Yeah, probably. Probably this is going to be. One of our more X-rated episodes. Let's see what happens. Uh, Steve returns home, having grown a beard from a week-long rafting trip. He and Marcy get into a huge argument over his reluctance to shave it off, leading him to move in with the Bundys. I wonder what it's like to have friends where you can just argue with your wife about something and say, well, I'm living with them now, and then you literally do for any amount of time. Yeah. I could do that, but none of them live close enough for me to do it. Yeah, you got people who would let you do that? I actually I, do as well. Yeah, this is what happens when people like you. Well, I wouldn't know about <laughs> that, Jerry. <laughs> so, yeah, I could totally, I could call Kenneth and be like, I'm crashing on your couch for a month, and he'd be like, okay. That must be nice. So, they're having a welcome back party for Steve. Al shows up first, and it's weird. You know, there's like a joke here, but it almost... It almost doesn't make sense, and they almost point it out in a way, because the joke is that Al doesn't care about surprising Steve, and he's just going to sit on the couch. He's not moving. He's going to watch TV or whatever. But they all hide when the doorbell rings, and the joke is that he's not. And then then Peg goes, Al, go answer the door. So it's like, well, who was going to answer the door the fr- like, do they expect, expect Steve to just walk in? Like, I don't even know, like, what was happening there. But it was, like, the weirdest joke and non-joke and mix-up. I don't know. That's him! Hurry! Everybody hide! <laughs> Get the door, Al! Uh, I can't. I'm hiding. So you guys never saw this one, so what was it like when you first saw Steve walk in dressed like Marty McFly with a big, thick beard? 
I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is, I was like, this is going to be, because I don't read the, I mean, you do tell us what the episode's about, but I often forget by the time we get to the next week. And so I didn't know, I didn't know that that's what this episode was about. And like, as soon as I seen the beard, I was like, oh, this isn't ending well. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is going to have some trials and tribulations. So was that a real beard or oh, a yeah. fake beard? That's real. Because he actually has it again. Uh, years down the road, but we'll, mm. but, uh, so Jerry, it's more important. I mean, your reaction is, is key here. So your hero comes in with a makeover. How did you feel? It was an improvement. Was it not? Did you try growing a beard instantly? They say you can't reach perfection, but, uh, I'd have to say him with that beard. That's about as close as you can get. That's about three seconds away from perfection. Did you join Rogaine for men and splash it on your face? I, I immediately got on Amazon Prime now and I was like, deliver this to me within an hour. It showed up. I tried to put it on my face and then I read the back of it and it said, will not work if you're born in Alabama. So I gave up. Ah, I, th- I thought they, it turns out if you read the back, it, the ingredients were mostly dog food. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole, I actually really like the concept of this episode because it. It's not just about a beard, right? It can you can replace the beard with anything, like a motorcycle or, um, you know, a, a haircut or a tattoo or, or anything. It, but the ho- core concept is that should one, you know, member of a relationship be able to choose like how the other one dresses or feels or, or looks? You know what I mean? Um, I think that's a cool concept. So I was right. I was with this episode right away. Like, do you have you guys ever? Well, first of all, I can't grow a beard. I don't know about you, Jerry. No, I've made it pretty clear. Uh, I am not. <laughs> no, you thought he was joking? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you've seen pictures of me. You, you know, <laughs> Alex, you can though. I can. The, uh, did Tiffany ever hate something like that? Um, she she hates she hates the side of the bed you sleep on. Yeah, we've learned that. No, uh, <laughs> one time I tried to grow my hair long. And she hated every inch of it. I have the worst hair for growing long. Me too. <laughs> oh, dude, it is a nightmare from hell. Like, it literally is the worst idea for me. And uh, But believe it or not, she, she hated it but never told me to cut it. So she's like the opposite of Marcy. Um, she would never try to, to do that to me. And, I, and it's weird, like... The whole concept of this episode, like suddenly Steve being a complete opposite of what he's sort of been and like putting his foot down for something for what? Like what? It's it's all about principle, you know, like you said, it could have been replaced by anything. I wonder what just clicked in Steve to maybe like what he was doing during that week or whatever. He just came back and he's he's like, oh, now I got to put up with her crap again. Man, life was good for a week, you know? And then all of a sudden she's telling him what to do. And he's like, no, this kind of represents me and the guys hanging out. And I want to keep it because I felt good that week, you know? Yeah, I definitely think it's a it's a man thing. It's him him like, no, I was I, – I, this is this manly. I was just with the boys. This looks good on me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a, it's a great idea. And it made for a great episode. Surprise! <laughs> great! <laughs> Steve, I missed you. What's that on your face? It's a beard. Like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the stories I have to tell. 
the very first morning. <laughs> Let's get some cake, huh? I don't know, Mars. I'm kind of tired, you know? Really tired. Bone weary. Oh. You know, Steve, I'm kind of pooped, too. Why don't you go home and shave? I'll put together some little sandwiches in case you want a snack between naps. Actually, uh, I was thinking of keeping the beard. Oh, you can, Steve. After you shave, you can keep it in a little box. No, I'm serious. I like it. Oh, look, Al, they're going to fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. Hide the cold cuts where the kids won't find out. Now, come on, Steve. Go on home and shave. No. No? No? I must have misheard you, Steve. I thought you said no. I also thought all of our decisions were going to be joint decisions. A beard is a decision. Fine. Next time you want to grow a beard, do it. Don't think I won't. Beard stays. It's gone. I'll see to that. You have to sleep sometime. Oh, try it, Marcy. I sleep like the owl. The, the kids, uh, you know, everybody is eating now because the cake that they had for this whole party is a bust, obviously, his welcoming back party. But the buddies get free cake out of it, and they have cold cuts somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah, that never showed back up. I was waiting the entire time <laughs> for them to show back up, and they never did. And I, at first, I was like, well, maybe Marcy took him with her because she made that joke about making sandwiches between naps. Right. But it's the next morning when Kelly's like, I smell cold cuts. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I've started to notice there's a lot of jokes that you think are going to come back later in the episode that don't. And I kind of like it. It kind of keeps me guessing which joke is going to last for the whole episode and which ones are just throwaway ones. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, that joke, the 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 jokes between Kelly and Bud at the breakfast table. Oh yeah, were nah. some of the best jokes ever. Kelly saying he will marry a sheep, and then Bud replying, "Everyone makes fun of me because I'm the only virgin in the house." Yep. Oh yeah, oh. that was. I was like, oh. <laughs> and Kelly's oh. reaction was great. Yeah, and then Bud, and she's like. He's lying, and, and Bud goes, nah. <laughs> uh, and and also, anyone notice Bud's starting to dress a bit older now? Like, he looks yeah. like he's dressing like his sister in this episode. He's got a, a denim cut-off sleeve vest on, black jeans with the knee with rips on the knees, really? Converse. Yeah, he's yeah. starting, like, I, I, I don't know why I noticed it, but I was just like, Damn, he actually looks like his sister had had given him style tips or something. Yeah. I mean, huh. one thing that someone didn't give somebody is uh, Marcy uh, says that, uh, sorry to Mr. Mike, but there's no room at the inn. Oh, my God. <laughs> that The joke that comes a little bit after that, an innkeeper who doesn't keep reservations, yeah. dead. That I literally fell on the ground laughing at how funny that idea was. But how about that they brought back from uh, Buck Can Do It, Mr. Mike, in what Steve calls his privates? Oh, yeah. Like he said, we didn't, we didn't say anything about Mr. Mike. 
and now they actually brought back Mr. Mike. That is so funny. I It's probably the only time. I don't think we'll ever hear that again. That would be a good joke to keep bringing up because every time they bring it up, it's like, oh, yeah, they're keeping with the continuity of everything. Uh, <laughs> if it's that woman, I'm not here. He's over there. <laughs> Stephen Rhodes, don't you dare think you can walk out of this argument. What argument? Do you see an argument? No. All I see is an innkeeper who doesn't honor reservations. <laughs> Shave the beard. Okay. I'll just have to go where my beard is appreciated. Somewhere where looks aren't important. Oh, no. <laughs> With my friends, the Bundys. <laughs> and I will remain here until you accept this beard and all it stands for. Fine. You can stay here as long as you want. How long will that be, Steve? <laughs> Till hell freezes over, if need be. She's got to learn that a man's face is a man's face. <laughs> you think I'm right, don't you, Peggy? I don't look at Al's face. <laughs> All right, Steve. If you want to play out this macho charade, go ahead. You can come home when your face is back to the babies behind I fell in love with. <laughs> so... Uh, what do you guys think about this scene? You know, now that Steve's living with the Bundys, Al completely forgets about this. He comes home. He goes, hey, hon, can you get me a beer? And he just sits down, <laughs> gets hands the uh, Steve hands him the beer. He keeps talking to him as if it's Peg, even saying you smell good. Like if Peg smelled like a guy that smells good, <laughs> like how is that good? <laughs> I was actually going to ask y'all. Do you think Steve's wearing, like, cologne, or is he wearing perfume? Maybe just soap. <laughs> I don't know. Irish spring soap. Maybe just because he don't <laughs> smell like cigarettes, he's happy about it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. She does smoke every once in a while, doesn't she? In the early season. She actually stops later on, but uh, Sons of Anarchy proves that she did not actually quit smoking, so it must have been a censor? Pay, uh, Steve is wearing an apron like he is way into this and he like whisked the, the, t- the couch or something and cleaned the table and Al can't put his feet there and Jerry what time do you go to bed every night uh, 10.30 on the dot okay just curious <laughs> yeah he has a lot of rules for somebody who uh, is supposed to be thankful that he's they're letting him stay somewhere well that that's about to change so how, what do you guys think that Peg, Al says the oven has been broken for months. And then Steve goes, no, somebody just cut the cord. Now, this didn't make sense to me. Maybe I'm just stupid or something because I never really looked at the intricate workings of an oven either way, whether it's electric or gas. They say the oven is gas. Yep. And you want to know why uh, uh, it has to be plugged in? Well, yeah, like why he said someone cut the cord of a gas stove. Because the burners on the top still have to spark, so you still have to have something that makes that oh, the ticking spark. Thing? So there's got to be something, some kind of moving thing that does that. So there is some some electric needed in there. Electric needed. Some electricity. Kind of like with your grill, how you have to have those batteries in your clicker to make the flames like with the yeah yeah okay exactly. How did how did y'all like the flip of the uh? Thank your father joke. Oh, God. You know, kids, we've eaten before, but we've never really eaten. <laughs> kids, thank your mother for that terrific meal. Thank you, Mr. Rose. 
I set out the napkins. Now, when Marcy walks in, you know, it's been a day or so. She not she rings the doorbell. Al's already loving this because now he's eating good. Like we said, he's got all four burners going. They're cooking. He's making little brown potatoes. <clears throat> Everyone's eating great. So Al doesn't want this to end. Now he sees the benefits of Steve living there. Marcy rings the doorbell and she shows up in this tan trench coat and she says, is Steve here? He goes, no. And he slams the door on her. The reason they had you see her in that then is so when you see her again later, you think nothing of it. Like, oh, she's, I guess it's winter time or something over there, you know? And then you're not supposed to even have a, a clue of what she's about to do. But you have to know. Hi, is Steve here? I thought maybe we could talk. No. <laughs> you know, Al's such like a manly guy and everything. What do you guys think when Al does weird things like we said, talk about young, tight-bodied men and how hot they are? And in this episode, he lets Steve pour his coffee, fix his tie. <laughs> I, it reminded me of an episode I know I've seen married with children like there's a at some point it's when marcy's single some guy is dancing with peggy and turns out that guy is like gay and then his husband shows up with al and starts cooking for al oh yeah yeah al's willing to do weird stuff <laughs> like you, yeah weird shit for food like he will he will yeah. put up with some really strange stuff um and it reminded me of that episode and uh, I, I guess it's true. He he wants a housewife that will be a housewife, and he doesn't care if that housewife has a penis. Right. <laughs> it's so weird. Al is weird that way. Uh, I guess he's just desperate. I don't know, man. It's just, like, strange. Like, he doesn't care who is doing anything as long as he's eating and the house is clean. That's all he cares about. Yeah, he even threatens to kick Peggy out. He's like, Steve, if she's bothering you, I'll get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's so funny to see Steve. It's um, it, it's like when uh the family was, you know, wooing all over Al because they thought he stole the money from the bank. Right. And Al's kind of doing that now, and he's like, "When you come back, will you make those little brown potatoes for me?" <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, even let Steve in the middle of a conversation, Steve just starts fixing his tie, and he has no problems with it. Yeah, no problem with it. It's so funny, man. Steve openly says he's horny, and Al doesn't get grossed out or felt out or or anything like that. He still is trying to help Steve. Well, he's trying to help himself by pretending to help Steve. He's too focused at what the result of his horniness can mean. So he's more focused on like, oh, wait, what do you mean? You're not going to go back. He's not even thinking about how awkward (laughs) it is. Good morning, Steve. (laughs) Hey, Peg. Steve, you look great. I especially like that beard. Hey, let's go out tonight, buddy. Got bowling, a movie. Hey, let's go shopping. I'll buy you something. Thanks, Al, but I won't be home tonight. What's the matter, buddy? You upset about something? Is it Peggy? Did she say something? Because let me know. If she did, she'll be out of here by night. <laughs> no, Al, it's not Peggy, is it? I've got to go to a banker's banquet tonight. Marcy and I both have to be there. But you're not going to talk to her are you no no but we agreed to go together for for appearances sake 
This banquet's important to both our careers. It'd be really uncomfortable for me to, to be there with her. I mean, I haven't seen her for five days. I haven't touched her. I haven't smelled her. I haven't buried my face in her. Gee! Now remember what's important here. You have a beard and a family to take care of. Al, I'm horny. I'm thinking of shaving. Yes! No! Calm down. Can we go someplace private to talk? Sure, buddy. Hey, get out of here. Fine. Yeah, I mean, in, in, I, thought, I, I put it together. If he was gone on that trip for five days, he's come back. We know he's been back at least three days, but he says in there it's, you know, it's been five days. So to me, that means if you put those five days with the previous five days, he hasn't had sex in 10 days. Mm -hmm. That's it. He's flipping out over sex, not having sex for 10 days. Now, I go all the time not having sex for 10 days. Yeah. Like, it's not really an issue. Alex, I'm assuming you're the same in your relationship. Well, I'm married, so I go like 30 days without it in a row. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm single, so like... Unless I want to really put in the effort, it's like, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, if it happens, it happens. If I'm really, you know, if I'm like buck on the loose, then uh, I'll call a few chicks who I know are a sure thing. Steve, I'm going to tell you a little something I learned about life. Oh, good. At the feet of the master again. (laughs) The way I see it, nature played a cruel trick on us. Well, it did move us next door to each other. (laughs) All right, two tricks. But I'm talking about the one that keeps us men from ruling the earth. See, nature gave men the urge and women the answer. Sure, it's not much, but it's all they need. (laughs) Gee, I wish nature gave us everything like the worm. See, the problem is women know we have these urges. But they have the same urges we do. They just don't show it because... But that's how spiteful they are. (laughs) But Steve, they need us just as much as we need them. Why? Because we can do the job, and you can't take a battery home to meet your mother. (laughs) How gross was it? You know, you mentioned how Buck had no major reaction when, when he licked Al's foot. But how about, how odd, even if it was Steve's sock that Steve wore... Marcy taking a sock and putting it up to her face and rubbing it into her face. She did not recognize that that it didn't smell right. Like right. they really need to get on Al's feet. Are they good? Are they bad? Is Peggy overreacting? <laughs> I'm really confused right now, and I need answers. I can't sleep at night. I, I'm I'm having fever dreams. I need to know: Are Al's feet dangerous? Or is Peggy overreacting? <laughs> well, see, Justin doesn't even know this, and I think you might know, Jerry, that later on down the line, supposedly Al's feet smell so bad that they could keep people away from them with just holding his shoe out in front of them. Do you remember that episode? Yeah, and I also remember an episode, and I've made a joke alluding to this uh, episode before, his feet have such a unique spell, smell that aliens come for his socks. <laughs> what the hell? Dude, it is <laughs> one of the most shout-out episodes ever, but it is so funny that it is it is one of my favorite episodes. Mm. Oh, yeah. And 
I don't, and even, so, uh, we introduced me with talking about Marcy in a wet t-shirt. Uh, would you look at the picture of Marcy in a wet t-shirt? It was one of the wettest shirts Steve had ever seen. (laughs) Well, if it's the wettest shirt he'd ever seen, then I mean, I have to. I was also going to say one of the best lines to ever come out of a owl giving man talk ever. Uh, men have the urge and women have the answer. For sure. Marcy, let me tell you a little something about men. You see, nature played a very cruel joke on them. It gave them a source of pleasure, but in order for it to work, the blood has to leave the brain. (laughs) And you see, it leaves them confused, disoriented, and eager to enter into negotiations. (laughs) Because the brain wants that blood back. You see, it needs it to go to work to pay for all those things it agreed to only moments before. (laughs) You see, Marcy, we may not have upper body strength, but we do have sexual kryptonite. (laughs) Use it, Marcy. Have him shave that beard. We used to have this whole tug of war. Al would convince Steve of one thing, Peg would convince Marcy, and that seemed like a trope they were going in season one, like... Well, this is how we're going to do it. Then somebody put the brakes on and said, no, guys, we got to mix it up a little bit. This is getting repetitive. Yeah. We finally got to another one, and it seems fresh again, thank God. Mm-hmm. And Steve needs to put security cameras on the floor just to look up <laughs> women's dresses. Like, whoa, whoa, Jesus. Dude, maybe you should shave the beard. Yeah. Like, that is that- crazy, dude. Like, oh, my God. Creeper alert. You know, Steve has done some weird things, man. Like, talk about, you know, being aroused in a room alone with a guy and money. And Al, I'm horny. What are you going to do about it? And Al, I'm horny. Yeah, and I'm thinking of shaving. He just keeps telling Al he's horny. This is the third time now. Yeah, it was but still uncomfortable. But, like I said, <laughs> Jerry, Al I don't even want to hear you defend it. It was still no, uncomfortable. Because Al didn't care this time because all Al wanted was more food. Right. <laughs> he's too gold driven to worry about how awkward that just was dude do, do y'all think uh uh when peggy was like you need to wear the sluttiest outfit possible i'll loan you something do y'all think that she would actually get desperate enough to take an outfit from peggy over just going and buying one peggy was talking about a slutty dress and not for at the end of this episode where she looked like she looked like one of those uh, Las Vegas hookers that are there dressed in, like, a Western saloon. Right. She did. Like, that's what she, like, I don't, like. Was she hot to you guys at that moment? A little. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I was if I, was I wouldn't drunk, say hot. Would you do her? Probably. I'd, I mean. I'd make her call me Steve, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus, man. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Call me Steve, baby. Call me Steve. Call me Steve. But there's only one... Call me Steve! Tell me how useless pennies are. (laughs) Tell me how much I want the 99 cent coin to be a thing. Oh, my God. Uh, Is the house clean, baby? Is the house clean? Yeah. Listen, just tell me you didn't adjust the seats of my Mercedes and we're good. Come on. I'm almost done. Yo, also, before we move on... The Pe- Peggy's reply to the hour and a half saying that all of the time that her and Al have had sex oh, doesn't God. reach to an hour and a half was hilarious. Epic. And 
Oh, oh my dude, Peggy might have some of the best lines in this episode because she also said, What about all the times you're screaming, Oh God, but never go to church? Ah, like, that's so funny. 1987, people. This is 1987, and they're making these jokes. Yeah, and uh, just to keep it in context, everybody has to remember this is Fox 5. It's a network. Yeah. It ain't like FX right now or or uh, whatever Breaking Bad was on or anything like that. This is Fox 5. Yeah, but no, this joke has even been made like on big shows like Big Bang Theory, and like it was an edgy joke now. Now. And they're <laughs> making the joke in 1987. Yeah, that's crazy. 30 years ago, guys. Now, the only last question is, do you have any batteries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, would you guys, did you guys ever uh, have to, like, say, down boy, down boy to Mr. Mike and really, like, focus in life and keep keep uh, your your mind focused for some goal you had? Would you be willing to carry the picture of Al's mother-in-law around in your wallet to to assure <laughs> no. yourself of this throughout life. No, I mean, because if I like, I, then I, I feel like I would have to explain it eventually. Like I, somebody would see that I had it or something. Yeah. Like, uh, hey dude, uh, the pizza's here. Yeah. Just go in my wallet. Whoa, whoa, wait, <laughs> you no, you don't understand. Yeah. What are you into, man? Like, yeah. how about the description Al gives of Peg's mother? I'm going to cave. I just know it. I know you are too, Steve. That's why I have a gift for you. I didn't want to do this until it was absolutely necessary, but... Uh... <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Clear your mind. <sighs> Think of Marcy. Oh. And take a look at... My mother-in-law! <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> yep, look at her bending over at the beach. Summer of 71. Notice the perspiration percolating in the folds of her flesh. You may wonder why her upper arms are blurry. There was a breeze. And we caught them in mid-flap. Thanks, Al. I'm okay now. Steve, take it. And if you should get the urge at this banquet, take a look at it. It's also good for dieting. Dude, that's brutal. Dude, he is so... Like Savage. I, know, I know it's a, a an ongoing joke in a lot of sitcoms not to like your 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 uh, mother in laws and father in laws and all that shit, but I've never actually been friends with anyone who hates their in laws and talks that much shit about their in laws. <laughs> oh, I have, but then again, I never found anybody who likes me. Remember? Oh uh, no, no, I'm not talking about the in laws not liking you. I'm talking about you not liking the in laws. No, I know. I'm just saying that's the kind of people I associate with. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, I know a dude that I work with who is not a huge fan of his in-laws, and he'll he'll talk some smack. But was was Al's descri- was that whole thing not one of the greatest moments this show will ever have? 
Like the, just the way he delivered all of it was genius. It, it was so real. It was like so lived in. It was so real to me. Alex, it's also good for dieting. Yeah, like come on. That was the greatest oh thing you'll ever hear in, on television. That Dude. description. When I was a teenager, you know, I would have to like think about things to control myself because, like, when you're when you're that young, when you're like Bud's age, everything set you. The first time you like touch a titty in real life, it's like that's your material for the next month every night. Yeah, like you have to control yourself, and like Justin will probably be online with me with me on this. Alex, maybe you not because I don't know if they were as popular when you were getting into high school. But Justin, when you were in high school, how often did you have a chick sit in front of you and her thong would be sticking out? All the time. All and, the time. All, literally all the time. I don't. I remember seeing so, so many thongs and G-strings in, in middle school even. Exactly. And at, at that point, you see, like... You're imagine. I wish I had the imagination that I had when I was like 14. I could direct a whole movie in my head off of seeing just the top of of, of a hot chick's piece of underwear sticking oh, out. The back. I could still do that. Really? Oh yeah. I'm a loser, dude. I got. I, I, I'm gonna have. <laughs> he said, "I'm a loser, dude." <laughs> I'm gonna have videos now, man. I'm too desensitized. Oh, sorry. I don't put cameras on the floor like you and your friends. Yeah. I have to think about it. It had been 10 days, Alex. 10 days. It's not a magical mic if it's been 10 days. Magic mic. Magic Johnson. Is that what we said? No. <laughs> Is 10 days long enough to where if Marcy walked in the front door with that hair style she had that you would notice it and think it looks good? The first thing I would notice is that she stole Raphael's jacket. Now how is Raph going to go see the critters? Hey, where did they come up with this stuff? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I couldn't help. When I saw that jacket, that's immediately what I thought. I, it didn't click with me the first time I saw it. But when she showed it in the second time and I knew that she was obviously hiding something, it just remained, It just made me think of, of Ralph from the first Ninja Turtle movies going to go see critters. Yeah, you know what's funny? Anytime I see a trench coat, I either think of that or Columbine. <laughs> seriously wow i never really looked at pictures of those kids i guess they are the trench coat mafia though right yeah son they're dangerous maybe marcy's in that gang yeah maybe she's in the mafia they wear black trench coats oh never mind they don't they don't wear brown ones like someone in new york maybe, do you guys own a trench coat no no, no. did you I, ever no, my brother had one, but it technically wasn't a trench coat because it was one of my dad's Navy. They have a certain Navy coat that's black and really long, and it basically looks like a trench coat, but it's a Navy-issued one. And my brother tried to wear it to school, and he got sent home. Really? Like, oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, sit down. Well, because you got to think, uh, Columbine was what? Can 90, hide your shotgun. <laughs> yeah, when was Columbine? 94, 97, or 99? It was one of those uh, 98 or 9. 98 or 99. 99. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, like, during that time, my brother would have been getting into like seventh or eighth grade. And so, like, no, you couldn't. He And he tried to wear it around that time because my brother was like already arriving in his goth phase. You should have seen how they acted when I walked into school with a gun. 
Really? They didn't let you open carry? Fucking ass. Dude, you should show them get an assault rifle, go into uh, the kindergarten class, <laughs> and just go, what? What's wrong? This is my right. Yeah, I just walked around with it in my hand. Yeah, how? So that I set it down on my desk when I was doing my schoolwork, and everybody, every teacher, all the principals, they had a problem with it. Yeah, that's that's a dick move. You just set it down on the desk? You weren't even, like, pointing it at people? No. Wow, wait a They fucking overreacted. How, man, that's... It's, you it's, should sue. It's nonsense. All right, Steve. But first, I have something to say. With regards to your beard, though it is your face, it has affected both of us. It does not enhance your business persona, and it makes me terribly unhappy. So I appeal to your intelligence sensitivity and good judgment by asking you to please shave the beard no in that case Al's eating is over with. The house will never be cleaned again. Steve breaks down. He thinks Marcy is way too hot. And he concedes? Yeah. Yeah, concedes. Concedes. Yeah, so Al's sitting on the couch. He says, Peg. Peg, you know those little brown potatoes that Steve makes? (laughs) Can you do that? Al, you know about making love for an hour and a half like Steve does? Can you do that? Burger King? (laughs) (laughs) He thought about it for a second, and he's like, what's the long... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he knows it ain't happening. He's like, hour and a half? Uh, Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Um... did did anyone else think it was funny that he didn't say McDonald's and said Burger King? Because at this point in time, McDonald's is, is the bigger household name. It even right. is still to this day. And it's almost kind of like if you're going to Burger King, it's like, why aren't you going to McDonald's? Like not saying which one's better, but it almost has that sense about it. Yeah, it always seems like Burger King's the loser one, right? Yeah, and so he would rather go to the loser fast food burger joint. Than, than even contemplate having sex with his wife for that long. I don't even know why that is, honestly. Like, what what made McDonald's so much better than Burger King? Uh, 20-piece McNuggets. Probably just marketing and how many they made and how they put it everywhere and the commercials. Yeah. You know, like, they probably had more money to back it in the beginning. Because I honestly don't like either, but if I was going to pick one, I would probably go to Burger King. Yeah, I like Flame Broiled, honestly. Like... Like McDonald's is like, like just it seems like it's fried on a like a big sheet of metal that they just heat up. <laughs> like it just doesn't seem like that's how I'd want my burger, you know. And it's they are stepping their game up though. They're like I walked in there the other day. Haven't been in there in a long time. Looks like like a hipster paradise, man. It's so much different. Like they have these yeah. like new food that's like actually seems like it seems like they're almost trying to get away from like the stoner like <laughs> dollar menu like vibe you know i mean i think yeah. they're trying to go like more like a restaurant oh they yeah they were all trying to do that but yeah good luck <laughs> <laughs> she they have cheetos 
powdered macaroni yeah, just and cheese those. bites, and they have ten chicken nuggets for a dollar fifty. I think they're very much keeping up with their stoner uh, crowd. <laughs> they're Dude. actually not that bad. Like it's if it's like a cheap alternative. If you just want to go get a bunch of food for low money, right? Go get sixty I, chicken nuggets. <laughs> I'm pissed. Their chicken nuggets, when they were the crown shapes from like two years ago before they started this, were like my favorite chicken nuggets. But then when they started doing the dollar fifty one, they started using. They started. They did something different because it does not taste anywhere as good. So now Wendy's is the reigning chicken nugget. It's different now. It used to be chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Once they started this new thing, now it's called chicken nuggets, which was a McDonald's thing, and now they're just shaped like McDonald's ones. They're not shaped like chickens and star and crowns anymore. Yeah, those crowns were so good. So now they, they were want, better. Yeah, yeah when right. I go. I go to Wendy's now. Wendy's has the best chicken nuggets. Well, Wendy's pisses me off because they got rid of their spicy chicken nuggets. They did. That's my favorite. I know. They did where I'm at, where my Wendy's. I was about to say, I I had them. It might have been two months ago, but I definitely had them. Wow. But now. They they existed two months ago. Guys. Two months ago. (laughs) If Taco Bell has not got rid of them yet, those naked chicken chips are. Yeah, they're good. Those are amazing. Yeah, Taco Bell's uh, my favorite of all the fast foods. So, see what you have to go through, guys, when you order food through a clown's head. We'll yeah. be right back. <laughs> no, ma'am. We'll be right back to wrap up this week's review. Be sure to join their Facebook group page for all the podcast news and updates. Just type in www.facebook.com/groups/marriedwithchildrenpodcast. Be sure to subscribe to them on iTunes and please leave a review telling them what you think of the show. To subscribe to their YouTube channel, just go to Channels and search up Married with Children Podcast. You can email them at marriedwchildrenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for checking out this review. Now the guys are going to give their final thoughts and ratings of this week's episode. All right, guys, you heard it. Join all those things. Uh, rating time. Uh, Razor's Edge, guys. We just reviewed it. Now, how many burners are going on your stove at one time out of five, Justin, for this episode? I think that this episode is very funny. Do not see many problems with it at all. It's a roads centric episode, which I like. Uh, I like the, you know, switching it up every once in a while. Uh, the kids have awesome moments. Uh, it seems like everybody's involved in this one, and I like that. So I'm going to go ahead and give this one a 4.5 out of 5. Nice. I just Pardon. noticed I just noticed that Buck was not in this mm. episode. Yeah, I never really noticed him that much anyway, honestly, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I didn't realize it at all. Huh. Well, that's a lot of burners going at once on that stove. Jerry, how many burners are going at once on your stove at a five? I don't think I have laughed this much and this hard at a Married with Children episode yet. Um, This will probably make my top three or top five, whatever we end up doing on the season wrap-up show, um, it brought back the buddy element that we all loved from, uh, have you driven a Ford lately? Even if it was a weird twist on their buddy element, uh, it still brought it back. 
I'm going to break my rules slightly for this episode. I'm giving it five out of five, even though technically nothing uh, groundbreaking happened. I still think this is one of the funniest episodes, and therefore I'm breaking that rule and going five out of five. Nice. Uh, this was always a favorite of mine. This one I always definitely hit up when I went through the DVDs. And I love watching when I was a kid and everything and all through my life. This is just a great premise, like Justin said, right off the bat. Just the idea how this could play out. They played it out to its peak. I give it a 4.5 out of 5. It is great. It's definitely a classic episode, and it's one I will love to watch uh, for the rest of my life. How do you feel about Marcy winning? Um, forgot to mention that during the review. Yeah, how about that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems natural. I mean, what else is going to happen? Who's just going to live at their house forever? You know, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch them break down. And, you know, uh, and plus, as a guy, we're all cool with the reason he broke down and gave in. I mean, at least he's going to you know, get laid. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I feel like we all kind of knew that ending was going to happen anyway. It's inevitable. So I, I kind of just was like, okay, yeah, that's going to happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So, guys, how do you spell revenge? That's the name of the next episode we're reviewing next week of Married with Children. Al, Peg, and Bud are part of a shopping mall softball team playing other mall teams. After losing a few too many games, Al demands that Peggy improve her softball skills or she is off the team. Meanwhile, Kelly's new boyfriend, Brian, asks her to prove her love to him by getting a tattoo. Wow, that sounds amazing. Can't wait. Guys, before we get out of here, uh, Alex, I'm really going to need you to shave off your beard because I, I, I can't sit here and concentrate and and review uh, this show and give it the attention it deserves when I have to look over and be pissed at your face. This is ridiculous. I mean, I got to shave my beard. What, because you guys just both said you can't grow one uh, a minute ago? Like, what does that have to do with me? Well, one, it's not fair. How are we supposed to concentrate on the show when we have to look over at your face? All the blood is rushing from our head. We like how are we supposed to concentrate on the show and give it its proper due when you're sitting there with a beard? Reminding you of Steve. Uh ooh, clearly yeah. if the blood's rushing out of your head. Uh Jerry, it sounds like you have the urge and Alex has the answer. <laughs> 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 <laughs>